Holly. Hey, Dave. We are back with Nick Longo. Talking logos. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We are uh, dissecting our favorite band logos and why they work and why we love them so much. So welcome again to What Difference Does It Make? Let's continue our talk with Nick Longo. When you're trying to find something, you're trying to get on a playlist on Spotify or it's, Apple Music. I mean, does it matter if uh, you know, yeah. like, if you see this logo? Uh, you know, especially if they're thumbprints. I mean, what even what, the albums? Like, yeah. were, will the album t- covers be just as iconic later in life? I, I'm trying to think of some that that current. Well, yeah, but I you're mean, right. There's thumbnails. You know, you're seeing it as a thumbnail, so you're not getting all the detail even that you did yeah, back I mean, then. I but and albums don't. I don't think we talk about albums the same way we did years past. Because yeah. it's more single based, you know. I think tragically, what we'll, we'll remember are the things that you know became social media like moments for these right. bands, rather than the right. the art and the other stuff. Could be, yeah. I don't you know. know. I mean, I don't know. Like Billie Eilish is the biggest artist right now. Yeah, and Ariana Grande. I don't yeah. know what the look is for. You know, Ariana. I just think of her upside down on that album cover. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that was interesting. But I don't uh, even... you don't. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I don't know necessarily what their their artistic vision mm-hmm. is you know you know as much as Art, i yeah. i'm not a fan i think kanye is kind of the only one that puts the emphasis on that you know um we I, like i'm not even a fan i don't even get his stuff but like i can tell you what the last two three of his album covers were yeah he, you know he's a he's an artist uh, yeah, yeah i can't but i, I, I that's it that does say something you know so can we book you for 20 years from now and we yeah. can have this discussion about <laughs> yeah. current? Oh, Let's my do gosh. it. I know. Okay, wait. There's one more of those. Yeah, Sorry. Then I'm obligated to mention Uh-oh. Starman. No, there's no name. Ziggy Starlist? No, there's no name on, you know, the Rush. The, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I, I know. No name, but you know what the star, you know what it, what it, what it means. Yes, who who, the, who, the, who the, the band 2112, is. Is it on 2112? I don't even know what it's on. I just know that it's Rush. You know what I'm talking about. I, I do know the Starman. Okay. But what... Uh, a lot of kids are wearing the uh, the Eddie the monster from uh, Iron Maiden. Why do you think that is? I mean, people don't know wow. who Iron Maiden is, but they but they but th- that seems to be something now. Like a lot of I see a lot of kids wearing Iron yeah. Maiden shirts. It's crazy. Like really? this, that's mo- yes. Look around next time you're outside in the world. Is it- and when, <laughs> when, they, when they take their crossbody fanny pack off, that's where you see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, everything comes back, man. Everything I mean, comes back. Right. But they just don't want to be like us wearing it around no. our wearing it around their waist. But there is, yeah, like I will have- So yeah, maybe it, did it. I wonder if there's some kind of cool pop culture thing of how it maybe came back. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot to be viral anymore. I mean, it could have been one artist wearing something. That's true. Current. And uh, they saw it, and you're right, probably have no idea what it means or where it's from. But that looks cool. But it came back. Yeah. You know? I think what was neat, too, We, we I think all three of us had the Run DMC logo oh, right. as an icon. <laughs> and that's something that has come back. Yeah. That's and true. you see people um, write some some other two, you know, they it's a three-letter word twice, right? So you'll see people replacing it with other True. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With yes. the red stripe and everything. And you know immediately it's a takeoff of the Run DMC logo. And all it is is... The simplest type and two lines, mm-hmm. and yet it's iconic. I've seen that the most. I've actually seen that more for ACDC. Mm-hmm. True, you know Same where they idea. do a lot of. Have you seen yeah. like baby gear? Yeah. you know, using oh. the ACDC. Yeah, yeah. And I also see a lot of like if you think of um, the advisor, the advisory uh, logo. Yeah, for oh, yeah, right. yeah, the sticker right. that's been used a lot and, and played with. Um, I think NWA's kind of look. That's right. Yeah, you know, they used um, boy, they used fonts that most designers would have like. They, you have them on your like band list of fonts that you never use, <laughs> and they used it and and got away with it, and it's 
iconic at this point now. Oh, yeah, kind of interesting. Oh, that's right. We talked about. Uh, I think you had mentioned the Avatar. Oh yes, logo. Apparently, yeah. Talk about that Avatar. Where someone you talk about lazy. Uh, oh well, designers. Yeah. Well, and God knows. And there's another movie uh, we'll talk about too. But if you want, but uh, Avatar used this font called Papyrus. That is literally. <laughs> First day of my class, I have a list on my slides that say, here are fonts you cannot use as a designer. And it's like, you're sure you've all seen Comic Sans. That is something <laughs> that like, you are never to use ever. Uh, there's a font called Hobo, never use. Next one is Papyrus. And it's just the most unreadable font. It's always used in like some <laughs> funky nail salon down the street from you on their board or like an Indian restaurant or something. It looks like a brush stroke with some rough edges. And it was used for the Avatar logo, you know, in James Cameron's movie. And the best thing ever was the SNL skit they did with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. And he's the designer who did it. And he finally looks at it. He goes, how could they have freaking used papyrus for this? And it be, it's one of the funniest skits you've ever seen. And it's jokingly becomes this cool thing that now common people know it's funny. Yeah. And they're making fun of fonts and stuff. But another great one was Drive. You know that movie Drive? Love that movie. Like they used a font that like was like the cheesiest 80s font ever. And yet it worked because that movie had that cool 80s vibe yeah. to yeah. it. You know, and had that the fuchsias and the, the you think of their, their movie posters and everything. It was so like well done. And so like that's the whole point about in art and graphics. There's no rules. There's principles and there's things that you have to like, you know, readability. Um Standing the test of time, scalability now, because a logo has to be as small as the album cover on your phone and you still got to get it. But you still should be taking chances. And I think we've talked about a lot of band artwork here that took crazy chances. Yeah. And it was successful. That's great. Is there a name for the Pink Floyd font? No, I think that's 100% custom. That would be, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was designed by somebody. But and there should be. I think that Pink Floyd should have. Oh. We just talked about band, the fonts that, like, Kiss. There's the Kiss font. It. Someone's probably made it. Yeah. I'm sure someone's made a version of it. Like, you can find, like, like the Harry Potter font. You yeah. can find that. You can yeah. find, you name the, yeah. you know, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Whatever. Something that's very iconic and, and one of a kind, you know. Stranger Things font. is becoming iconic. Do you like that? Yeah, totally. Oh, yes. I you do. do like the font, like what they Oh, it's, it's won so many awards. The, the oh. intro the typography, the guys behind it, now the key art, all mm-hmm. the art that you're seeing in the release of, like, uh, now that Stranger Things 3 is out, um, designers, that like, they freak out over that kind of stuff. And, I, I mean, that <laughs> is a perfect combination of art, music, um, period, pieces, like, right? And it's everything in the 80s. And, I mean... It is perfect. No it is one perfect. Know, I don't think anything artistically or entertainment-based has come out in years even close to the quality of that. It puts you right in that time zone. Yeah. They nail it. That's great. You know? Yeah. I love it. Every detail, you know? Well, Nick Longo, you nail it. Thank you so much. All man. the time. You guys nail it. Do you have really? anything else? Already? I know, I know. We're having so much fun. No, but I'm totally <laughs> digging looking at all these logos I, that I didn't discover. Weezer. Yeah. Oh. It's almost Wonder Woman. Uh, Van Halen. Well, Wonder Woman, I think, came close to that. Yes. And I think there was a bit of a, not a lawsuit, but like a lot of controversy. I don't remember. It looks very similar to the Weezer logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Weezer is the best. Yeah. I love that, that huge logo, the Wonder Woman logo. I, yeah. Weezer. So I, I made a huge mistake thinking that I saw someone with a Weezer logo say, or with a Wonder Woman logo. Like, like, oh, Weezer, Weezer, <laughs> Weezer fan? It's a Wonder Woman. Oh, better oh. better that than you thinking it was Wonder Woman. And they go, sorry, dude. It's Weezer. <laughs> Weezer. Who the hell are You're you? right. Way more insulting. How dare you? 
Hey, Holly, you want to take a break right here? I think we should take a break. All right. I got things to do. Let's take a break. Okay. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Our time oh is. Oh my God. There's so many you can say that we right. didn't even yeah. talk about in the world of Poison, Rat. Oh, we didn't do. Yeah, Cinderella, we didn't do. Skid Row, Motley Crue, <laughs> Europe. Like, they, they yeah, here, I mean. That's a genre on Talk itself. about the cheesiest and like fonts that were so, um, and typography that are so reminiscent of not only that 80s, but the hair bands thing, right? Like, you can almost look at them all together and you're like, was the, did the same person do them? That's right. the thing. They they absolutely, if that's what they were going for, because they all, I mean, so I'm looking, Poison and Cinderella, for mm-hmm. example. Don't Skid forget Row. Steel Panther. <laughs> well, that's, Jovi. Steel they, Panther is a parody of all I those bands. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but those were great logos in that they evoked what they were supposed to. They they made you think of whether, you yeah. know, yeah. I oh, mean. I got to give it, I bet the Poison logo is like freaking slick. I love it. Yeah. It's it's cheesy. It's neon green. It mm-hmm. looks like a snake. It's got yeah, something going right. on. But it's so, um, man, it, it it's works. It's spot on for the band. Spot yeah. on. It even looks yeah. like the band. You know, yeah. I mean, visually True. it looks like yeah. the band to me. You just start singing their song when you see the logo, <laughs> right? It's, it's yes. like, and I think that's the, everybody's goal with something like this is to be yeah. that, um, again, like you nailed it at the very beginning by saying it evokes an emotional connection in some way. That's all you're trying to do yeah. with, with branding or graphic design. You so know. whatever you think of these '80s bands, you get that from the logo. Yeah. Oh, totally. You exactly yeah. get it from the logo. God, there's some yeah. here. I, oh God, remember Warrant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, look at and uh, do you notice the the little icon behind it? The little sheriff's badge. The badge. Mm-hmm. Like oh. it's like the law. We're warrant, warrant for, for I your see more arrest. like you're getting ar- <laughs> yeah. more like we're was, getting arrested. What was it? I'm trying to remember Def Leppard. What did what was there? Oh gosh, this is crazy. There's this you, very um kind of Van Halen. It's very. Uh, 
Well, yeah, you have. I don't. You have can't any. picture the font. I, is that I what you're saying? Yeah, I can't picture that. It's one. like the to... D looks like a, a three stroke. There's no curves. It's like very straight line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the tri- almost like triangular, of mm-hmm. course. It looks like a sideways triangle. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. See now when I see it. Yeah. It's like, oh yes, yeah. Of course. And that's very like on fire and like totally. sharp points and dangerous. Like again, you you think of the words that they probably thought of. Like what should this be? Because when I think of danger, I think of Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> Love bites. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah, pour some pour sugar some on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh it's just hysteria. <laughs> Sorry. We're all going to Vegas to see the band. Are you? Are you? Would you be in? Really? Yeah. See? I think yeah. we might be seeing Duran Duran in Vegas. Oh, what? I, we, in September? Are you? I heard of something. So maybe we need to all compare yeah, notes. I know, right? Dude. Yes, I, I did try to get my RE to go to that. You like Duran Duran as much as the rest of us, yeah. but I know we I know it. we mentioned Rio a little bit, but you think of Duran Duran like they I think they were probably one of the most stylistic bands of the time. Oh the yeah, 80s, because they, as good as they had good music and they were known for all their stuff. I mean, you think about uh, the, their their stage presence, their videos. They they were beyond stylist. You know, like it was just. They really did have a bunch going on when it comes to that kind of stuff. They were the yeah. fashion. It's funny that you say that. I, I'm looking for the logo. I'm looking at the logo right now. There's Not, no, there isn't a logo. It was more about right. them visually, their, yeah. their, 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 their lo- looks. They didn't really have the most established, I feel, logo. That I would, yeah. that I can think. Oh, I know it for sure. They did not, but they didn't need it, as it no. turns well, out. Oh, well, sure. They, I mean, fashion-wise, and then and their faces. Yeah. But they're, they're, well, uh, that, the the art of the you know the the uh, Nigel that did the artwork and everything. They, yeah. Neg- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now that one was. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You remember, but this is not what you think of when you think of Duran. Because I think that was. Like, yeah, probably. If I just saw the D's, I would not know yeah. what that represented. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Because I think I that know. might have been one of their first albums. Where before they sh- were more center stage as a band. They had that D with it, had the long, skinny D, and then that outline version of it. The double D, yeah. Yeah, which was kind of cool. It was almost like the reflection of two Ds. I think uh, more than ever, like, they they probably took advantage of style and design more than most bands did, when you think about it. You mean at at people or their... Their their whole existence, I think, was so stylized. Yeah, they came into existence at the right time. Yep. As soon as MTV launched, and there they were. Five pretty boys. Yeah, some might say calculated. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And the controversy. Oh, yeah. I can accept that. But true. But she, <laughs> think, you she know? clearly bought it. We all bought in. Yeah, I love. I love well, the band. They were killer. Yeah, they, they were, were so awesome. Yeah, they're actually playing at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. There I think go. it's September eighth. All right. Well, <laughs> damn. You want to meet the? What difference does it make, crew? <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> yeah. So, what difference does it make, field trip? All there right. you go. Ooh. Nice. Meet, no, meetup. A meetup. Oh. Meet, oh. They're called meetups. Oh. <laughs> Nick, I'm old. Nick is more in tune with everything. Yeah. Um, That's the okay. way to do it. If we can get a Simon LeBon interview. <laughs> One can dream. All right. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh-huh. to end all this fun. This there fun are so many more logos to talk about. Uh, we will we will continue this uh, favorite logos? Yeah. Further down the road. Okay. All right. Holly's <laughs> not ready to end this. But sadly we must. Um, uh, all right. I eat. I eat. All right. So we're going to wrap up this episode, but um, we're going to go through the quiz deck. Let's Nick, go to get, the 1980s rock and roll quiz deck. But I'm I want to. So this is exciting because we got the special guest Nick Longo here. Too. I don't know how I'm going to match up with the wits of Dave, but we'll see. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you guys the question. All right. Okay. Like we did 
we did a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you pick a card. I'm going to ask you the question, and you guys are going to answer. You guys have to wait. Uh, you know, scream your name. Okay. Scream your name. Yeah. Okay. You, you, so, you will be Nick. Okay. So you pick oh. pick a card, and I'll give it to me, and I'm going to ask the question. Okay. Okay. Card, All right. Card has been picked. Okay. This is Dave, go easy on him. Just kidding. <laughs> I, just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. These are there are. Uh, this is Culture Club, true or false? Ooh. True. See, I told you. We say our name first, right? So I'm going to ask the one question. There's there are four, and yeah. So call your name. Call your name out. Before forming Culture Club, Boy George sang with Bow Wow Wow. False. No, Dave. Go ahead. False. No. Really? It was true. (laughs) (laughs) Promoter and manager Malcolm McLaren, who put together Bow Wow Wow, thought Boy George would be a perfect compliment to Bow Wow Wow's young singer Annabelle Lewin. He brought George into Bow Wow Wow briefly as Lieutenant Lush. Whoa. But it didn't work out, and the idea was scrapped. I did not know that. Damn. All right. What? I did not know that. (laughs) Okay. I should just, oh, I knew that. Of course. Everybody knows. It's common knowledge. (laughs) Lieutenant Lush. Lieutenant Lush. Who didn't know Lieutenant Lush? All right. Before joining Culture Club, drummer John Moss had worked with The Clash, The Damned, and Adam and the Ants. Name? Oh, Dave. It sounds Is like that a question? Could, it sounds like it could be true. I know. <laughs> it sounds true. Okay, true. Moss nice. had been around the music industry and knew the business side well, making him a vol- valuable addition to Culture Club. In more ways than one, George and Moss became romantically involved. Wait, you telling me Boy George was gay? <laughs> Wait, it was not... Him who who was a, who was yeah involved? boy George and oh, and, and, the, oh, Ma, oh, oh. and the, wow. the drummer yeah yeah okay. John Moss the drummer oh I think I knew there were a couple did you know like growing up in the eighties did it occur to you like we, that Freddie we, Mercury or Elton John I or any you, of these guys yeah. were were anything except kinda, did you, I, I, it never crossed my mind that Freddie Mercury was gay no I I, I, I think just, it like and also too it was like when they're from overseas. Yeah. You just think they're different. Yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. They're just eccentric. <laughs> yeah. All of them. It yeah. just never then. And you're you like, know. God, there's, they, that's, they dress so differently. Than yeah, us. I know. Like, <laughs> choose life. Yeah. People say to you, how did you not know Freddie Mercury? I didn't either. Never no. occurred to me, I but know. it was not. But yeah, you watch, you know, I, I've seen Queen at, in Montreal. Yeah. Have you ever seen him? Like yeah. his short shorts just oh, dancing yeah. around like, oh my God, this is, now, what, how we, did I not we, see did, this? It's crazy. We weren't of age, maybe. I don't I, know. I don't know. Or maybe yeah. we just didn't care. No, yeah. well, we didn't. I, that's well, true. Yeah. music. Yeah. Okay. Why am I even mentioning it now? It's a good question, though, because you're right. It does. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to believe we just nobody gave a shit. But that's true. We didn't know it mm-hmm. wasn't really in our psyche at the time. Okay. Kissing to be clever did well, reaching number fourteen on the U.S. pop charts. But 1983's "Color by Numbers" really took off, shooting to number two in the U.S., number one in the U.K. with hit singles "Karma Chameleon," "It's a Miracle," and "Miss Me Blind." Nick, is that the is that question? question? <laughs> yes. And it's very true. Kit. Well, what, did, was what, there more? Kissing oh. to be clever did well, yes. reaching number one on the U.S. pop charts. But 1983's "Color by Numbers" really took off, shooting to number two in the U.S. Well, wasn't wasn't "Color by Numbers" the first one? Was that the first album? No. Or was that the? No. Or was there the, the the songs you mentioned were the second album? All right, I, I thought maybe it was a trick question. Mike, so was that the was that the question, or was there more? No, that's the whole question. So, <laughs> "Kissing to be clever" did well, but "Color so by you're Numbers." You're saying, did their second album do better than their first? Yeah. Yes. No. What? (laughs) Culture Club's 1982 debut album, Kissing to be Clever, which included the hit single, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me, was the band's highest charting album in the U.S. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Last one. Go for it. After Culture Club, Boy George had a hit with the title song for a popular Irish film. Dave. Dave. Crying Game. Very good. Damn. 
<laughs> Very I, impressive. Fuck, I forgot about that song. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks for playing. Good job, Nick. Thank you. All right. Nice to both of you. <laughs> if it was on Journey, I would have killed you. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks again, Nick. Uh, please um, mention uh, what what you got going on. Uh, where to find me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you got this going? chair right next to yeah. me. Where are you having lunch tonight? <laughs> pop, pop onto that Instagram and follow me at Longo Designs. Okay. Everything's there. Wonderful. Say hi, too. We love talking to people. Nice. <laughs> Can you okay. tell we're talkers? <laughs> we love to. T- yes. This is yeah. fun. It's been a lot of fun. We love bringing in guests and especially Thank you. someone like Oh, Nick's. my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out. Oh, my so goodness. Fun. Um, okay. So until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.